Welcome to Not A Blog, where as you can hear, this is Not A Blog. We are your hosts. I'm Ken. <laughs> and I am Jason. And welcome to, as always, a special episode. But this one's even more special than the last, the one before that, and it's the one before that. It's episode 21. Yeah, it's 21. We're, we're, we're legal. We're legal to drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or not drive. <laughs> to, to drive, yes. Yeah. Is there a place where you have to be 21 to drive? <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. Oh, that sucks. Because that would be part, a lot of the population very unproductive. Well, they already kind of are, just saying. But <laughs> Speaking of being productive, um, where are we this week? We, well, the past week, it's been a long week, we've been at uh, PAX Dev, and we have been at PAX West. This is Sunday of PAX, well, it's it's one of the days of PAX West. Right, yeah, we're recording on Sunday yeah. here at PAX West. Um, we are in the Washington State Convention Center, surrounded by 60,000 nerds of yeah. our own variety, and... Uh, and we had to find a, a spot that was semi-quiet to do this. Like we found, it was weird. We found a spot that was totally quiet because there was nobody in the room. And we found some spots where there's too many people. And then we found this spot. Yeah, which is a, it's a nice even little area. Yeah, and we it's definitely, not too bad. We wanted to be amongst the people. You yes, know? we wanted you guys to hear that, hey, we're <laughs> actually here. And we'll actually post it on Twitter or something later. But um, but yeah, so... So how's so you've you've been to PAX before, right? I have. So I've I've gone on and off since 2007. I think was yeah, my first that, one. Yeah, that's longer than I have. But but uh, and uh, you've been going for the past couple of years at least. Yeah, right? this is the, f- I think I yeah 2014. Okay. Yes, this is when I first came. So what do you think about PAX as a whole? As a whole, it, yeah. Uh, honestly, it gets better and better every year. Yeah. Um, they do different things. I, I, they do really. Uh, like listen, like you know, when, you know when they do that. Hey, how? What did you think of it? You know, like the right. feedback. They do listen, like, and there's still places that I haven't, f- I've, I've come and I haven't, I didn't know it was here. Like for example, this spot. I'm like, oh, I didn't know there was a f- tabletop free play area over here, right? Or like in that corner where we saw the uh, Intel video game stuff. That I thought eh, that was just a just bathroom and an elevator kind of tucked away. Yeah, it, it's weird. <laughs> or the PC, like uh, I think the first two. Two or three years, I didn't know about the PC tournament area. I like knew the whole like, annex. Yeah, like that whole <laughs> annex. Like I knew about like the hey they did it. I just so didn't know where. That used to be the annex over there. Used to be like the tournament place to go. Like like really? over that's like the lower level. They had uh, uh, Magic the Gathering tournaments. Like they'd have like pools and or pack draws and then do full on tournaments. And then the next level up there, they actually had like tabletop tournaments where they did like. Warhammer and other miniatures based tabletop games and then they had the computers on the third floor. Computers have always been up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it used to be huge and then they've kind of started moving those things away. I think last year like Magic took over the Showbox in downtown Seattle. It was like, that's where you went? You went I think so. Oh, so the sh- last year for at least like, oh, I think it was on Friday night, Showbox no, no, it's Showbox Showbox that way, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, League of Legends. Pike's Place. Huh? It's Pike's Place. Oh, I'm thinking of somewhere else, but yeah, oh. you're right. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah. I was thinking of um, what's the one that they were trying to close down in Seattle? The showbox. Uh, no, I thought it was, <laughs> no, I thought it was next to the um, baseball and. Uh, oh. What's that one? It's uh, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look it up while we're talking. There's Cowgirls Inc. down there. No, that's... it's not Cowgirls Inc. <laughs> but uh, that's where a riot was last year. They had like a little shindig. Okay. Nice. Um. But yeah. Uh, 
No, it's crazy because now like that's the best spot to get in. Like if you're uh, instead of waiting in the huge line to for the main entrance, right? It's going through the annex because nobody goes over there. Oh yeah, for years like I won't try to go up the main entrance here at PAX. What time like, did we come on Friday and we literally just walked right in? It was uh, we. So by the time we finally got back over here, I think it was. I mean the show opened at ten. It was like ten twenty, ten thirty-ish, yeah. and we finally started like walking in, and there was people like still lined up on the street waiting to get in the main front door. And we literally walked across the street to the annex and walked right, right. in. Right. No, yeah, and it's it was kind of a yeah. You just walk across the annex. You goes because that line goes super quick. You know, n- normally it's like lined up around the corner, but I mean, people funnel in, they get up there, and yeah. there's like the back secret entrance to the main show floor. So if you're here to see that stuff, like it almost behooves you to line up at the annex instead of waiting in the huge yeah because then you go all the way up and then you go the, like you said the main floor and it's right. a, just like a, a little corner and you just boop you pop out right, right there bam you're right there so but uh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so what about PaxDev so we did go to PaxDev yes. at the beginning of the week this is Tuesday your Wednesday. first PaxDev it was and uh it's I, I enjoyed it it's always a great learning experience um they have a like media blackout policy so yeah. we were there we were there in our student capacity not there as a podcast a prof- yeah but, or uh, a, a, pro- a professional uh dev professional right and you're not technically supposed to talk about what goes on there so we can't go in the details but i, I mean you, yeah we can talk about our, our experience what we thought right. especially being first time what type of people were there and so since it was your first time um keep bumping my mic <laughs> um since it was your first time there, what did you think of the the dev? Like, was it, it what you expected? No, it was different. It definitely was. Yeah, I was expecting something totally different. I didn't expect as many um, dev professional people in the industry, like that actually are like higher up or anything like that, to actually be there. I was thinking more like me and you, student wise, would be okay. there. I didn't expect so many like when people were naming off where they were from and stuff like that, like companies. Right. I was like, holy crap! I didn't expect that. Or to be able to be go talk to somebody that like you know does that that normally you wouldn't be able to right like right off the bat one of the first we we're sitting there waiting for the whole thing to kick off and a guy comes up and he's he's like oh hi what do you do and we say oh you know we're students in this is program blah 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 and he's like oh i just i run this one company i'm the ceo we have a you know, office down here in seattle and we just secured 14 million in venture capital yeah like, oh I, 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 oh oh congratulations <laughs> Do you have a new Tesla? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say to it. <laughs> that was that was interesting to have someone just like I was just like, oh my gosh, you right? Know? But uh, the I know we can't talk too much, but like, you know, you, you I go you go in there and you want to learn as much of different things as possible. Yeah. Um, some it was interesting to learn some stuff for our IT stuff. Uh, uh-huh. The project management, we because we talked to a few people just to t- ask questions about that. You know, like. How how does it work with inside um, the gaming industry? And it was right. cool to talk to them because it's pretty similar, you know, like different um, aspects of that. No, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like getting being able to talk with uh, other people in the industry who kind of, I mean, even if like as it is right now, we work in you know quasi tech places right now um, as we're going to school. But at the same time, like it's interesting to see how like how you can apply these mentalities that go into creating these games because yeah. obviously games have to be created on a budget and they have to be created on time and they have to be created you know they have to be fun they have to be engaging so and they don't get paid like you know their their other industry counterparts like these are these are the the people who really it's like a labor of love yeah and you know you don't have 
people getting paid gazillions of dollars programming video games like you would say some Amazon employees or or Microsoft. You yes. Know, like, now they like you, you. They really enjoy what they do. Like it, it was crazy because you know um, we're from an IT background and there was a company. There's a software company that makes um, what was it? They make a program for uh, for renting out cranes. Or right. whatever. There was people that we ran into during the on the Tuesday night right, yeah, talking yeah. about the that uh, was that ship game, uh, the pirate uh, game. Yeah, uh, the pirate. Uh, uh, what's it called? Sea of Thieves. Yeah, Sea of Thieves. Right. And they were there because they wanted to get the gamer, um, the dev aspect, to put in their software right. for making a program that is easy for people to come in and tell them like, hey, I want a crane. It's the cranes I'm talking about, the ones like the Sky Rise cranes in the Seattle. The ones that build cities. Yeah, the yeah. ones that build cities. But like <laughs> they have programs that they want companies to buy so that they can rent out cranes and like make it stream stream streamless, right? Streamlined. Streamlined, there, there we go. go. <laughs> I was close, I was half. But uh, making it so it's easy for the customer to be able to just like, hey, I want this crane for this month or whatever. And right. Because right now there's a heavy talks between the actual person, the the support and then the customer. Right. And I guess I like I, I kind of feel the same way, you know, not working necessarily directly with the game industry or, you know, maybe someday I may want to, you know, move to that, you know, if I can, if I can swing, I, I mean, why not? I'd work on a game. That sounds like something. It's something I, I enjoy. It's something I'm passionate about. Definitely something I can look into doing in the future. But yeah. for right now, I'm not working in that industry. But you have all these creative types and these people who think outside the box who are, you know, talking about how they basically work their craft you know yeah. what how so even if you're building a crane you know scheduling program like having that insight into the ux and ui and different ways yeah. that you know you can from like a, a game developer it's supposed to be fun and engaging and like this yeah. bitch robust experience and you can learn that really i think it's easy to learn that from people who make games because yeah. that's what their entire if it's not enjoyable to play or use people aren't going to play it yeah or the, i went to something else and it was they uh just open source stuff, uh, open source software, like right. bringing that into the community. Um, that was cool to see because oh, yeah. I guess there isn't a lot of that, you know, and like the stuff so that like indie people can go do, you know, make their own games and right. it's a lot cheaper because that's, that's the whole point. You want to make it not a cheap game, but you want it cheaper for people that are just like, you know, there's maybe there's like four people that are making this game and they don't really have that much money. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's interesting. I think, I think there's definitely a lot of value added to going to a, convention like pax dev even if yeah. you're not necessarily a game developer yeah um i mean if you're just there because you're a super super big fan and you just want to maybe like rub elbows with developers i mean maybe you're not going to get too much out of the panels yeah but if you definitely have a like the meetup to, to actually work and grow in the industry um you know they have for a sure. on tuesday night they have a meetup thing so after everything's all said and done uh you can sit and drink they have free beer and wine oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I knew that. And um, and then you can go around and talk to people. We, we talked to a psychologist for a little bit, which was really cool. That was another thing for gaming. Um, gaming psychologist. Yeah, like we we want to talk about more of that later, but I won't talk about it right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was it was pretty cool to do that. And uh, But you know, there's one thing I, I learned throughout the whole thing um, in the game industry. What's that? Nobody stays in the same spot forever no, no. they they are constantly moving anytime i've ever talked to anybody yep. is they're always worked at one place to another place to another place so i worked here for three years i worked there for four i worked there for 10 you know like i think like the longest person was i think it was 10 years that yeah, i they definitely i mean and 
I mean, during that time, you know, maybe they weren't in that exact same role. Yeah, or the same role, that you know, too. Yeah. Like, that, their roles may change. Like, yeah. I knew a guy, like, when I was in Canada a couple of years ago, I met um, one of the guys from Riot. He came in as a sound designer. Like, so I'm, I'm just up in Canada for some work at this random bar, like... It's this little English pub, like on in Parksville, like is this little resort town on the north side of Vancouver Island. But uh, I ran into this guy, and he's like, he's. Um, we started talking about coding because I was like, oh yeah, I do some programming. He's like, oh yeah, I used to work at Riot. I started off as their like one of their audio engineers, you know, making sounds and whatnot. And then I, I found out coding's really cool, and so he <laughs> he shifted gears quick. He went from making um, music and stuff for Riot to doing a little bit of coding. He became a producer for. Uh, it's League of Legends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he became a producer for League of Legends, worked on that for five years, and then he left to start his own company. But he he joined up with some friends to make this other VR company to kind of leverage that whole stuff. But, like, he his story as well, you know, he started off as, you know, he got his his bachelor's in sound design. And then he goes to work for Riot, and then all, next thing you know, he's coding. Next thing you know, he's a producer, junior producer, then a senior producer. He's kicking out games like League of Legends, and then he's leaving to go start a VR company and be a producer on that, and he's moving up to Canada, and, like, there's definitely a lot of movement and whatnot when you actually get one of those jobs, you know? Yeah. And I guess it keeps it fresh because, you know, new perspectives keep your mind working, keep you creative. Yeah, and it was just crazy because, like, I never... You don't think about that because, like, in our industry, like, you're, like, even though you swap jobs... Right. In different places, you're like, I want to work at this place, and this is where I want to work. Right. You know, you just, um, I don't know how much it is, and the, I imagine in a lot of tech companies, I guess it's some semi similar. I uh, like if you're a software uh, developer, uh, you may even though if you like the company, I guess you do jump around because that's that's how you stay competitive. I imagine. Right. Yeah. But yeah, you got to keep keep adding those arrows to your quiver. You know, work on different projects, and that's yeah. kind of how you you add value to yourself when you move on. I mean. Yeah, the, the the game industry, I guess, is something that's near and dear to both our hearts. Yeah. You know, so it's like we both really enjoy games. We both, you know, that's what PAX is. PAX is a celebration of games, and that's why we're here to kind of come and see the new games, play games. Like, that's one of the really cool things I like about coming here each year is that you get to actually sit down and, you know, hang out with people who are part of that community and everyone's yeah. open to play games or try new things and it's just a gigantic super fun <laughs> nerd fest yeah you know like and yeah no definitely and you know you learn a lot and you get to talk to people right um it's crazy how busy this place gets too um, oh yeah the lines like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> there it's like uh there's like two uh so sides uh, thing from PAX Dev, but uh, for PAX, like there's either two times when you get in the line, one right at 10 o'clock and you run there mm-hmm. or two at the end of the day when everybody's going to go eat. Right. Or, or like midday, you know, the lunch rush. And that's yeah. the kind like, so you want to get the expo hall closes, I think at six. Yeah. At and six so you want to, if you want to like get in as one of the last ones for the day, you should probably go start standing in line about two or three to make sure you get yeah. in there before everything shuts down or the lines get because the lines are capped all day long yes like, like it you have to be like watching like a hawk hang around until they finally open them up just a little bit um but yeah just one final note on for pax dev too uh, that i remembered it's just like it, it's interesting to see the different types of people like I, I that's another thing i learned is the different types of people in that industry uh-huh um, there's people that are proud of what they do. There's people that, you know, that 
they're very successful, but they don't put it on you. Like, I guess if that makes sense. Like, they don't right. boast it. And then there's the other people that want you to know that they work for someone right. or if they've worked on these games. I'm a I'm from a AAA company. Right. I'm not gonna tell you what, but I work for a AAA that, company. That guy, that guy bothered you, didn't he? He, he did, and because I, I, it only brought up because I, I think the day before I heard someone like two other people act like that, and so, but when he started talking, it just I'm like, huh, it, it like clicked. I was like, oh, so there's mm. you type of people here yeah. too. Yeah. Well, they say like a lot of times, you know, your vocal minorities are the ones that you know. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. You know, you never know. Yeah. They're definitely they're they're definitely projecting a role. Yeah, because at guess. first I thought he worked. Honestly, I thought he worked for one company, and then because uh, he was talking about CPUs and stuff, I was like, and he, he mentioned it, and I was like, oh, cool. And then he's like, oh, I did this, 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 and he's like, I don't, I don't know anything past this uh, generation of that, right. that console. Yeah, and I was like, so who do you work for? Yeah, you? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. No, there's yeah. A, I mean, in any industry, there's all types. And oh, no. For I, sure, like, it's, yeah, it's interesting here, like, seeing and meeting all of them yeah. and being amongst, you know, everyone. Because we're all, we're all here because we do like games. You know, and everyone, everyone who wants to, like, really push it, they'll find their niche. Yeah. And they'll they'll learn where they want to go. Like, yeah. And they, they'll find it. They, they, they'll carve a niche if they, that's what they really want to do. And so there's all types in the industry. Yeah. And you were talking, too, about, uh, you know, pe- how people, like, your, your, the buddy at Riot, one of the uh, HR dude that did the the final talk or whatever, like oh, what yeah, he's the guy what from he, Obsidian, yeah, yeah, like where he started, and then like I'm not, he wasn't very specific, I don't think, on like what he first did, and he's just like I, I, I'm not I'm not good at this. Is there anything else I can do? I want to stay for you with your company. And so he did voiceover work. That's what it was. Yeah, okay. he started on voiceover work, and then once they started in their games, they started kind of they were downsizing a little bit, and they weren't doing as much voiceover work. He's like, well, I can do the social media. Yeah, and then he went from social media. Now he's the PR and a manager, and like, that's a really good dude. Like, yeah, I've, he's I've been pretty to his, cool. Went to his talks a couple years ago, and I, you know, he did the closing address this year. Yeah, there was literally like, probably an hour after that was over, mm-hmm. somebody on their site's like, "Hey, man, um, great job on the uh, speech and everything," and he responded instantly. Yeah, yeah, it, yep. it's cool. Like, he, he likes to respond to the fans and stuff. Right. Like, their company will respond to fans. Yeah, and, he's very, very, a very wholesome dude. Like, good dude. You know, every time I've seen him and talked to him, you know, at the PAX devs or whatever, like, he's he's just there. Like, he's there for the people. He yeah. totally, like, takes that job and he, he lives it. Yeah, he he knows the separation, too, of, like, uh, his life. Like, because he was talking about keeping his social media away from... Oh, yeah. Um, well, his is open, but he well, just I doesn't, meant, like, he doesn't keeping put his, anything... His, I meant to say, like, his private life. Anything other than his job is on there. Like, yeah, yeah, just because of, you know, how the community can be. People can get crazy, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely. So, now back to PAX. <laughs> back to PAX, finally. Can yeah, PAX, PAX West. Now? Sorry. You know, there's only so much you can talk about dev, but it was it was a good. I'd, I'd go again. Did uh, you go again to dev? Yeah, I'd go to dev for the alcohol and Maybe drink next more. year? More Maybe next struggling year. students anymore? Yes. <laughs> I might wait because, like, I know they have PAX dev tickets all the way up to the end, and then since I'm still a student, um, I might wait to the very end to see what panels they have. Right. Before I say yes or no. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Because, like, if there was... Because they did a good job of, like, uh, putting panels in there for, like, a variety of things. Right. But if they started doing heavier on one, like, for example, if it was more dev, like, development of, you know, like, programming or uh, 
stuff like that, mm-hmm. then I probably wouldn't because it's not well, hey, one I I'm mean, there's in. a whole other year you can finally come to the dark side and uh, start doing some coding. Yeah, I'm not going to do you that. Know, like, <laughs> nope, no thank you. You stick with your networks? Yeah, I'll stick with my networks. I'll do a little programming, but <laughs> I'll stick with my networks. No, but. it'll be fun. Yeah, I, I'll probably go again next year. It's, it's going to be interesting with the different conventions because um, are you... Did you plan on going to that open source convention in October? The, the October one? Was yeah. that the one? In, I thought it was in December. No, that's like Cubicon. Oh, that's the okay. big, that's oh, that's the big, right. yeah, big yeah. expensive one. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Um, that one was in Seattle too, wasn't it? Yeah, it's at Seattle Central. Yeah. So, oh, was, yeah, probably. Yeah, we, have, we have a whole busy con schedule this year, like going yeah. to the open source con at Seattle Central University or something. Yes. Um, and then there's Cubicon, yep. big open source convention at the convention center here in December, mm-hmm. which is going to be crazy. That's I'm super I'm pretty excited for that. But they, have, but they have a student rate. Yes. Oh and my, then cause like, con, I got my tickets to PodCon, <laughs> the in, PodCon. in January. That's right. It's so, in January too. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to be a so good time. Heavy. And then right after that, you want know, secure... Uh, Am I going to go to security? I don't know. Comic-Con and Security-Con. Con, all those yep. coming up. March it's going to be a con-heavy year. April. Con-heavy year for me, for sure. So yeah. We'll see if I can keep rolling with it after. Yeah. I don't mind doing after. Like, we'll see how it goes for this year. But next year will be cake because there's no school, so. Right. Yep. Yep. Just working. Just making them Money. dollar bills. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, PAX West. PAX West and PAX West. So, being that it's your, what, third or fourth PAX now? Yeah. You You enjoying it? Yes, you're kind of a veteran now, so I guess what what is it that you look for when you first get here? Um, I've when I first like walk in, I know, like the first day. Yeah, sure. First day, I just walk around. Like that's all I'll do. Like Friday, that's all we did. Is I, I just walked around. If I saw something, I'll go look. But for the most part, I like getting the the lay of the land. Right. Because it does change. Like the, the their setup changes every year, because we're the main. Um, was it two years ago they had that um the league of legends tournament right that was last year too i believe like they actually ha- it was some sort of tournament thing or like it was more uh, like people can go have panels and stuff right but this year it's not there it's just uh more vendors over there interesting but um yeah they do move stuff around quite a bit and then upstairs was a little different the fourth floor uh-huh it was a little more different than last year you know of course the indie stuff's up there but like it, they split it up differently Right. Um, and who would else? And then, of course, there's always the same. There's a few, or quite a few, like, video games I've seen, like, last year here again to this year. Um, yeah, it's kind of like there's some some companies I see, like, it's like, oh, they show up at the same things, like, every year. Like, is it just, like, a marketing section? Yeah, like, I hey, don't know. We're going to be here. Like, the people who make, um, like, uh, like, Bastion. That game, like yeah. they're always here, and the, their other—I forget the name of their other their other game that they do—but like they're always here showing those. Those games came out like four or five years ago, and they've yeah. been here every year showing those same exact. I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess it would be wrong of me to like like oh why aren't you, why don't you have anything new why don't you keep building this like maybe give them give them a break you know like maybe, yeah maybe i should just lay off them and be like oh yeah this is their game i mean it's they're good games it's it's just strange i know what you're saying because you're like i saw this like three right twice yeah. three times yeah you got anything new like, yeah is there <laughs> is this it or right so no it's no. cool but i i do i know what you're saying because i'm like man i've seen this quite a few times i'm like right is there anything new and sometimes they do like they 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 bring a game that's working 
and um, then they're like, oh, but we are working on this other game. Right, or uh, there's been updates and whatnot. It's, yeah. It's interesting, especially in the uh, Indie Mega Booth, which I really like going to, um, we've uh, we've come across things where it's like, like I saw one game the first year, like probably three years ago, um, and there it was like a very serious like RPG kind of fantasy set um, yeah. game. But then when I came back the next year, like they had taken feedback and they they gave it kind of a comedic twist. Oh. And there are a couple of the developers, like the main developer was there who kind of set that set up the pivot. But then now it's like the guys, it still kind of looks the same, but now the voice acting and stuff has like these little funny quibits and all that stuff. And oh, like, gotcha. Oh, yeah, look at this, you know. Ah, I got you in the the rear end. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't remember what it was exactly, but like yeah, it's interesting being able to see like especially the indie games kind of grow and morph over the years as they do come back. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Oh, cool. Well, what do you say we? Uh, go. We're to gonna we're gonna go. So this is our special packs episode. Yes, it is. It's gonna be a two-parter. Yes, uh, so it'll be one episode one week, one episode the next. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna do a slightly different little format. Um, we'll uh, break off, go to our sponsor, and uh, we'll uh, we'll let you guys pick up on PAX episode two next week. The following week, yes. Yeah. So. So stay tuned. If you don't hear from us now, you'll hear from us later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you in a minute. All right, and uh, this year, being that our PAX episode, uh, we definitely want to just shout out to uh, Penny Arcade and uh, yeah. all the people who kind of come together and pull 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 this pull mystical this, thing this together. Packs out of the hat, you know. It's like somebody like takes a whole bunch of junk, throws it into a box, shakes, shakes it, it up, and then opens it, and then everything just functions. Right, and it's a game. Yeah. It's great. You know, yeah. There's tons of volunteers here, the PAX enforcers. Yeah. They got a. Uh, I haven't seen the Cookie Brigade this year, but I'm sure they're around. Yeah. Um, yeah, and forces in general, um, just want to say thank you for yeah. doing what you do. I know it's, vol- it's you're volunteering, but um, on Friday we ran into a, a little thing, and uh, a friend of mine's wife lost her badge, and they were really helpful on figuring out what we needed to do to get our they badge They actually back. found it. Yeah, they G- found gave it. Gave her a replacement, and they found her badge. Yeah, like, they gave her a replacement, and they found her badge. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. So yeah. they were helpful. So I mean, PAX is definitely you know all about the the community and you know, getting everyone together to celebrate games, and I think that's something that they've held true over the whole years, and we appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really awesome. Um, yeah. So thanks, PAX. Hope you keep coming back for years and years and years. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, and just thanks to every all of our listeners too. Let's just yeah. thank you too. Uh, uh, if you want to reach out to us at all to have any questions about well yeah, if you hey, want to go if, next year were you for at PAX, PAX? Yeah. Like, or if let, you us, wanna, let us know what you liked about yeah. PAX or if there's any other conventions that you are thinking about going and you have, want some questions like because um, I've gone to Comic Con quite a few years Sercoracons I went last year was my first time so that was pretty cool nice um, but yeah um, reach out to us on social media um, or you at can, our huh <laughs> at our email yeah you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. I always forget it so or I was looking <laughs> on Twitter at not a blog podcast yeah and you could also um shoot us an email tell us your stories about packs or whatnot yeah at uh not a blog was taken at gmail.com yes 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 <laughs> i could i was gonna hope you were gonna say something i just gonna keep saying yes and, and if and if you want to uh 
you know, tell your friends about our podcast. You know, you tell them they can find it just about anywhere you can get podcasts. And if you found a place that we're not there, please let us know. Yeah, so we still haven't found a place that we aren't. So thanks for going out there scouring and not telling us that you're scouring because why would you say anything until you actually found it? Yeah. Found us not somewhere. So. But anyway, yeah. So let's get back to the stories of PAX. What do you say? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, we're going to pick this up uh, next week. Make sure you tune in for PAX round two. <laughs> and, uh, right. So, you got anything else? No. Just don't I'm, forget I'm, to subscribe, rate, like, yeah, be our you friend, know. you know, send us kudos. I think that's strong. High fives. Virtual high, high fives. fives. High fives, likes, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, give us a rate. Um, goes a long way to having other users find us. Yeah. You know, it's a great way to grow the charts. But for this week, Thanks for hanging out with us. I'm Ken. And I was Jason. (laughs) And as you heard, this was not a blog.